Coming up on episode 60 of the Keto Camp Podcast, we have the CEO and founder of Low Carb USA, Doug Reynolds. He said to him, like, how do you do this? And I, yeah, in this country, doctors won't listen to me. I'm an engineer. That's why I have to put these conferences on because the doctor's not interested in listening to me about the ketogenic diet. But, you know, other doctors, they'll listen. And he said, no, he said, I just go and talk to them about biochemistry. He said, it's, it's, it's so obvious when you look at the biochemistry, they can't argue with him. And so he goes to them like, you know, a bit like Ida Cummings, you know, the engineers, Dave Feltman. When they look at it as, as an engineering problem and they, they take the biology and the biochemistry and look at it from an engineering point of view, suddenly all this stuff makes sense. I'm a certified functional health practitioner who's on a mission to educate 1 billion people. I've been obese for most of my life. From rock bottom to the top of the mountain, I am passionate about studying ancient healing strategies like fasting and the ketogenic diet and curating this information on the Keto Camp podcast. My goal is to bring you the thought leaders in this space. My name is Ben Azadi, and I wanna thank you for spending part of your day with me. Well, hello there, Keto Campers. I am excited to share an amazing gentleman with you, Doug Reynolds. He has a great story to share how keto saved his life and also how it created a movement, the Low Carb USA movement. You might have heard of Low Carb USA. Chances are you have, especially if you've been following a low carbohydrate, high fat, ketogenic diet. They are doing great work out there in the world, creating these events throughout the year to educate the masses on the healing benefits of the ketogenic diet, fasting, and all of these ancient healing strategies that we talk a lot about here on the Keto Camp Podcast. Uh, so I'm going to share Doug soon with you. Before I do, I want to thank you for choosing the Keto Camp Podcast. Out of all the podcasts out there, you chose this one. So I am so grateful for that. Today's episode is sponsored by the world's healthiest olive oil. KetoCampOliveOil.com is where you can find it. What am I talking about here? The Fresh Pressed Olive Oil Club. I am an olive oil snob, and I recommend you do the same because not all olive oil is created equal. Even what we might think is the best of the best on the grocery shelf in your grocery store, cold process, organic, doesn't necessarily equate to a high potency olive oil. And here's how you know. Go to your kitchen, grab a tablespoon of your olive oil and drink it and see if it makes your tongue a little fuzzy, burns your throat. If it does, that's a great sign. That means this olive oil is loaded with polyphenols and antioxidants and helps reduce inflammation and helps you lose weight, helps you feel good. But if it goes down smooth and you don't really feel anything, then that's a sign that it's probably a poor quality olive oil. Most of the olive oil out there is poor quality. The Fresh Press Olive Oil Club burns the throat, makes the tongue fuzzy. It is high quality. It is my favorite oil, especially my favorite olive oil. So what I do is I get three bottles of the Fresh Pressed Olive Oil Club delivered to my door every single month. What they do is they hand pick these olives seasonally. They fresh press it, put it on a jet, send it to my door. So cool, isn't it? So I have these bottles. I cook with it. I put it in my salad dressings, keto-friendly, delicious. And you could get a $39 bottle for one buck. Head over to ketocampoliveoil.com. Get that $39 bottle for a buck. Take a screenshot of this episode here of the Keto Camp Podcast with Doug Reynolds and make sure you upload it to your Instagram story and or Instagram profile. Tag me in it. My Instagram handle is at thebenazadi. That's T-H-E-B-E-N-A-Z-A-D-I. Tag Doug Reynolds and Low Carb USA over at Low Carb USA. And then I'll make sure I see that. I'll share it on my story. We'll get some other keto campers following you back. Use the hashtag keto camp or keto camper. We'll see that for sure. Before I get into this episode with Doug Reynolds, please take a few seconds to rate and review the Keto Camp podcast on iTunes. It really makes a big difference for the show. It helps get the message out there to the world. And I would really appreciate that. 
I want to let you know that I will actually be speaking at the Low Carb USA conference coming up in Boca Raton, Florida, January 17th through the 19th, 2020. I can't tell you how excited and grateful I am to be a part of this event because not only do I get the privilege and honor and responsibility to speak on stage, I get to see other incredible speakers speak on stage. If you haven't attended a Low Carb USA conference as of yet, you are surely missing out. If you are interested in a low-carb, high-fat lifestyle, then this is the conference you want to be a part of because not only are you going to watch amazing speakers such as Dr. Eric Westman, we have the keto cardiologist himself, Dr. Brett Scher, we have Ignacio Curenta, and so many others on this list of speakers here in Boca Raton, Florida. What I did was I worked out a deal with Doug Reynolds to give keto campers an exclusive discount for this seminar. Now the early bird discount, I believe it's 25 or 50 bucks at the point of this recording. The keto camp discount is $100 off your ticket price. All you have to do is head over to lowcarbusa.org and at checkout, type in keto camp, remember that's camp with a K, and you will automatically get a $100 off your ticket price. I want to meet you keto campers at this event. You're going to meet so many other speakers at this event. You're going to meet other like-minded people, your tribe at this event. This is a must-attend event. I can't stress it enough. A bonus benefit of attending this event in January, Boca Raton in January is absolutely beautiful. I'll be there for the entire weekend. It is a Friday to Sunday. Head over to lowcarbusa.org. Use Keto Camp at checkout, and I'll see you in January. Now let's get into this conversation with the CEO and founder of Low Carb USA, Doug Reynolds. Doug Reynolds founded Low Carb USA in 2015. Low Carb USA is an organization focused on dietary education and support by hosting scientific conferences, providing online coaching, a comprehensive library of scientific papers supporting the way of eating, and a worldwide database of low-carb-friendly healthcare providers and nutritionists. The Low Carb USA team consists of Doug Reynolds, who is the founder and CEO, and Pam Devine, co-founder and operations manager. Doug Reynolds, welcome to the Keto Camp Podcast. Awesome, Ben. Thank you so much for having me. It's my pleasure, my friend. I'd love for you to share your story which is a powerful share, and I watched a video on YouTube of your story. Share with my audience how you got involved doing the work that you're doing right now. Yeah, it is. It's kind of convoluted, long story, but you know, I was a a distance athlete, an ultra marathon runner, basically, and kind of thought I was bulletproof back in my early late twenties and early thirties, running. 55 mile races in South Africa and stuff. And um, then as I'm, <clears throat> once I was here and I, as I started to get a bit older, I started to pick up weight and a few pounds a year, you know, not massive amounts of weight, but a few pounds every year that I just couldn't get off. Didn't matter how hard I tried to run. And I was starting to hate running more and more. And at one point I actually stood on the scale and looked, and was horrified to see that I was about 35 pounds over the my ideal f- fighting weight that I used to feel I was bulletproof as, you know, in my 30s. And just literally a couple of days after that, I got an email, funnily enough, trying to sell me exogenous ketones. But the, the subject of the email was ketones, an alternative fuel source to glucose. And it just struck a chord. It was just, it just came at the right time. I just got off the scale and I didn't even know what a ketone was. Literally at the age of 51, I had no idea what a, what a ketone was. And so I started researching it and, you know, being the engineer that I am, I just buried myself in it for about three weeks. And by the end of it, understanding ketosis and, it just explained everything that I was experiencing. It even explained the problems I had when I was 
bulletproof, so-called, when I was running these ultra marathons, and I would get incredibly fit, and then follow all this advice about carb loading before the race, and you know, spend the three days before eating nothing but carbs, and literally on the day of the race, feeling like absolute crap and wondering how the hell I could get to the corner, let alone 55 miles up that mountain, you know? Um, and so I, I decided, okay, this is it. I'm going to pull the trigger and I'm going to do this and started doing the ketogenic diet. I didn't have any resources and we just kind of did it by trial and error. And five months later, we were sitting there. I'd lost that 35 pounds. I, Inflammation in my knees had cleared up. My respiratory problems were cleared up. Um, Pamela tested that, and I had stopped snoring at night, and a bunch of things, including a marked improvement in my the symptoms from the TBI that I experienced back in my 20s. And, yeah, I mean, it was just phenomenal. And in the January, that was now 2016, it was my birthday. We had a couple of people from work that we'd met in some sports bar and they'd all left. And Pam and I were talking about this keto thing and this massive experience, great experiences that we'd had with it. And we just started talking about it. And so I did. And I was saying, it's ridiculous that I was 51 and I didn't even know about this. And so many, most people out there don't know about this. Although these days, the keto you know, it's becoming more and more, at least the keto word is being searched much more prevalently and stuff. But back then, very few people even knew about it. And the company that we were working for, we were, had a lot of experience working with them putting on big conferences. And so I knew I could do that. And I just, I saw the stuff that was around as you know, a few small conferences around, but they were all little. And I was pounding my fist and saying to Pam, we need to put a thousand people in the room. And so I literally got up the next morning while she was still sleeping and started writing to a few people. You know, I thought if I can get a core uh, of, of the high, the high profile speakers, that that would be something to start basing, building the whole thing on. And so I wrote to Gary Taubes, and Steve Finney and Jeff Volek and Jimmy Moore. And Jimmy got back to me in about 10 minutes and said, how can I help? And so he put me in touch with a lot of other prospective speakers. And within 24 hours, I had 10 of them that had said, yes, if you do this, we'll be there. But the biggest moment, I think, was Gary Taub's response. I mean, I just looked him up on his webpage and clicked on contact me and I wrote in there and said, I want to put this thing on in San Diego. Would you come and do it? And we went backwards and forwards via email. And eventually he asked to speak to me on the phone and literally sat there for an hour talking on the phone with him. And he even said at one point, you know, like he charges a lot of money to come and speak and then he's pitched up there and there's been two people. And so he just wanted to make sure that I was credible and that I knew what I was doing. And even though this was the first one I was planning to put on, I obviously made an impression because by the end of it, he said, okay, if you do this thing, I, I'll, I'll come and be a part of it. And I remember putting down the phone and Pam was standing in the, in, in the passage kind of listening to the whole thing because it was on speaker the whole time. And, and I put the phone down and I looked at, across at her in the passage and I said, <laughs> like this is for real now you know that was the pivotal moment when I believed maybe his belief in me made me totally believe that that this was doable and I mean seriously we had no I I'd never even been to a low-carb conference I didn't know anybody in the space and so Jimmy helping me to put me in touch with people and stuff really helped and but we had to we developed registered a domain, developed a website, established an um, a online presence, a, uh, a social media presence, and started posting about it. At that stage, we didn't, we were still building the website. And I was posting on Twitter saying, low carb San Diego in July, like, watch this space, you know, we, we, <laughs> tickets will be available soon, sort of stuff. 
and I had like 13 followers or something, you know, that was where we started. And six months later, we put, we put this event on and we didn't get a thousand people in the room. We only got 350 and people had to talk me off the ledge, you know, like uh, make me understand that, that what I had managed to achieve in six months was pretty incredible. And looking back, I do appreciate that now. But at the time, I was miserable that we didn't get a thousand people in the room, you know. And it just kind of grew from there. People started writing and saying, you need to come to the East Coast. And so we finally worked out how to do that in the January. And we, we did one in West Palm Beach in Florida. We've now done three there. We just came back from our fourth San Diego one. We've put 11 conferences on over the last four years in various cities. Florida and, and San Diego's are San Diego's our flagship, and um, Florida is kind of our East Coast event. Although I'm starting to think we uh, after next year we might start playing around and maybe try and go to New York or Atlanta or something different. Still on the East Coast, but not Florida, just for something different. I'm thinking more likely Atlanta because Florida. I mean. New York is at that time of year is really risky with, with the weather and um, we'd have, it'd be really expensive to get uh, cancellation insurance on, on the event, because, you know, due to weather and stuff like that. So maybe you'll have to find another, another time of the year to, to try and put one on in New York because we have never been there. But so, yeah, we even did one in Indonesia last year or this year in April. We uh, took a few speakers over and worked with a guy there to put on one in Indonesia, and that was a, in Jakarta. That was an absolutely incredible experience. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's from thinking that we would just put on one event and maybe maybe an annual event in San Diego. It's kind of grown into a lot more than that. That's so cool, Doug. I, I, lo I love how you stepped off the scale. You saw that there's a problem and then all of a sudden the universe handed you a solution with the ketones. It, it's so cool how that happens when you go back and you kind of connect the dots. And the great thing about it is that you took action. You didn't just see the, 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 the universe giving you a message, but you took action. And then when you take action in alignment with your purpose, then amazing things start to happen. And that happened with Within 24 hours, you had 10 people, you know, reaching back out to you. You have Gary Tops, who's pretty much a legend in the health space, and Jimmy Moore, awesome guy. So I love that. I love hearing your story and, and what you've been, what you've accomplished has been extraordinary. You're you're getting people together who are like-minded, who want to cut through all the BS, all the noise out there in the health space, which have gotten a lot of people sick. Uh, a lot of people have lost their lives, and what you're doing is you're, you're putting a dent in that. So I love it, and selfishly, I want you to keep coming back to Florida because that's where I'm from. So <laughs> let's not explore New York or Atlanta. I'm just uh, selfishly saying that, but I would go to Atlanta and New York. I'm just kidding. So out of all the, you said, 11 conferences in four years, is that what you said? Yeah. Which one has been the most memorable and why? I would probably say the first one. They've all been amazing. Uh, although I, I, I'll take that, there's two, the first one and the one in Jakarta. And I'll, I'll, I think I'll, I'll come back to that one. But the first one, it was sort of during that, that we came to the realization of, of what sort of a, a, a difference we were making. And it was, it really became apparent to us for the first time when we were doing early registration the evening before. And we had had all sorts of drama. The, the guys that come down from LA to do the AV broke down. Then when they got there later in the after, because they were supposed to be setting up that whole day before, they got there and <clears throat> later in the afternoon and the freight elevator was broken. So after a couple of hours of trying to fix that, they came around to the front door and had to bring all the equipment through the front door, through the revolving doors and carry it upstairs to the, to the ballroom where we had this event. And now they were setting up until like two in the morning and I had to hang out there and, and kind of oversee this. And so we were supposed to go with the speakers that had arrived already and a couple of other VIPs. We were supposed to go to dinner after the early registration closed. And I couldn't do that because I had to stay, watch these AV guys set up. And 
some friends of ours that weren't even keto people. They were just friends of ours that we thought was pretty amazing what we were doing. And so they were helping us at registration and they went into town and got us something to eat. And they came back and they said, like the whole town's gone crazy. They said like there's people running around in the streets and jumping up and down. And it was all our attendees who were so excited to be there for, for what was coming over this next few days. And through that whole weekend, just by the, the responses of the people that came up to the speaker, uh, to the microphone to ask, you know, Q&A and stuff like that, it, it just made us realize by the time we got out of there on Sunday and everybody was saying to us, like, when are you doing next, the next one? And we ended up, I, I stayed up all night on that, I think it was on the Saturday night, like building a new web page for the following year's event and sold like hugely discounted tickets to any of those people that were there if, if they wanted to come back and buy cheaper tickets to, to do that. And that helped us pay our bill to get out of the hotel for that very first year. And it kind of all worked out, you know, but they were so excited. We said, I don't know. I haven't even got any speakers yet. They said, we don't care if it's anything like this, we're coming back. You know, we felt like we'd done something really good. And I, yeah, I think everything that we thought we would, we would do was far exceeded. The response that we got was far exceeded our expectations. And so I think, you know, we've seen that every year and every conference we try to, to cultivate building a community and building a culture within our organization, which I think is one thing that sets us apart from any of the other, you know, conferences out there. We're actually trying to build a community and give people a safe place to come and be able to talk about this where they're not getting attacked by their family and their friends and their doctors. And yeah, it's, it's, it's been pretty awesome. Yeah, I, I love that. And it, it kind of leads me to the next question, which, which is for somebody listening to this and, and they're really interested in attending one of these conferences, what is an experience like for your guests who come to this Low Carb USA conference? I find it difficult to, to put into words explaining to people why it's, it, it's so much better to come to the live event than, to, I mean, you know, apart from the first couple, since then we've had live stream on um, on all our events and that's available to people and a lot of them will say, well, why not just watch the live stream? You know, it's cheaper and it's, you know, I don't have to travel and all of that, but it's that vibe and the camaraderie and everybody that comes will tell you the same thing. It's like they couldn't believe what the atmosphere was like and what it's like to be able to sit down at dinner and speak with Gary Taubes or speak with Steve Finney or Jeff Alec or Jimmy or any of the, of the amazing speakers that, um, and I've got a Rolodex. I, I don't can't tell you how long now of really high end people that, that um, I can call on to try and, you know, appear at any of the events that we do and i think that a lot of the people and and not only the people that are trying to do this for themselves who having their doctors tell them that they're going to die and all that sort of stuff but the practitioners as well the practitioners are also ostracized and often even more so than than the, the patients in that that are trying to do it because they're out in the wilderness and not only are their colleagues and their friends and family kind of attacking them for, for trying to implement this in their practice, but they, they're still currently at an enormous risk of being charged with malpractice because it's not standard of care. And, you know, hopefully we'll, we'll get to, to talk about that a bit more, but they're, you know, Tim Noakes getting exonerated in his trial in South Africa and a great friend of ours, Gary Fetke now, um, has been exonerated in Australia. And there's, there's a few others that have, have happened. And Gary's actually taken it on himself to, to be a mentor now for any doctor in the world that's, that's getting attacked by their organization to try to silence them about teaching this philosophy. He's making himself available to to those people to help them fight this and and get off and as that precedent gets set 
the risk to to the next practitioner is is less and less and so it's awesome to have those people but those guys are there you can catch him in the corridor and, and talk to him and and tell him your story and and he will stay there all night talking to you and give you a, a, you know advice and it's as i said it's really difficult to put into words that give that justify it but it's 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 one of those things where you got to you got to be there you you got to experience it for yourself and then you'll look back and say okay now i know what he was trying to say he didn't do it very well but now i know what he was trying to say <laughs> hey i want to interrupt this episode real quick to let you know that i am here drinking my delicious purity coffee it is the world's healthiest keto coffee beans they are have the highest antioxidants they are mold free they tested these keto coffee beans from Purity Coffee against the top 40 brands out there. And Keto Purity Coffee won hands down, not just with quality, but also taste. And I partnered with Purity Coffee to get an affiliate link for Keto Campers. If you head over to www.ketocampcoffee.com, put Keto Camp at checkout, you'll get 10% off of your coffee beans. I get mine delivered to me every single month on auto ship so i don't have to think about it in fact i have it right here in front of me a delicious warm cup of this delicious coffee with mct oil and some grass-fed ghee oh my gosh that is a powerful fatty coffee to power you through the day so you don't have to rely on unhealthy keto meals head over to www.ketocampcoffee.com and put keto camp at checkout and get your bag of beans delivered to your door all right let's get back to this episode yeah, I, I understand what you're saying because you, you can't put an experience like that into words because words wouldn't justify it. And, and you're right. There's, it's great and in, in all to get a live stream and watch and support and educate yourself through technology, but it's another level when you actually are there in person with people who you respect, people that you could learn from, connections you can make, relationships you could start. You could meet your next business partner, your next boyfriend, your next girlfriend. You could meet the next big idea and you never know it could just come from a conversation you had with somebody at one of these conferences and when you're around people who are on a similar vibration and you surround yourself with that there's something special that happens there's something that's a power if you will of creativity that starts to flow and that's what happens at, at these conferences so we can't do it justice you got to experience it for yourself and we're going to talk more about how you can do that let's get back to what you were saying standard of care expand upon that you know, I, I mentioned that Gary Taubes was like that agreeing to speak was that pivotal moment for us in terms of actually doing our first conference. He's got to kind of take credit for, for this piece of it as well, because before our 2018 conference, I was talking to him about coming back to speak and, and he suggested that we have a session getting feedback from doctors that were trying it in their practice about the challenges and or the successes too, if you know the stories, but it mainly turned out to be about the challenges that they were having in their practice. And he suggested that we get this lady called Adele Height to come and mediate the thing. And he'd been having conversations with her about this on, on an ongoing basis, which is why he suggested it. And he kind of knew, I feel, he knew that more would come out of it. And so when I contacted her about it, she just sent me this brain dump, this two page word document about all her ideas. And it was like, I went weak at the knees. It was just so huge. And I said, Adele, like, seriously, I just asked you if you'd mediate this, this talk <laughs> or this session. And I read it over and over and over again. And it just became clear to me that so many of these pieces that would be required to make this happen, I already had in place. I, I hadn't planned it, but over the few years that we'd been doing this, these, these things had evolved. And the, the most impactful thing was that um, she had been asked to be a, a juror on an, a malpractice lawsuit. And the judge had explained to them what standard of care meant because that was very relevant to to this particular case and she gave me a, a document that, that explained it and i i haven't pulled it up so i can't read it to you exactly but basically the the gist of it is is that the standard of care is not a document 
It's not a, uh, it's not what they learn at college. It's not anything that's written down. It is a consensus amongst practitioners in a similar environment with similar training, what they actually do in practice. And it's what they would agree on in, a, in any particular situation. The majority of them, that is standard of care. So if you go and you have your blood test done and your LDL is at a certain level, a doctor will say, that's too high, you have to put you on a statin. But that's, that's not written down anywhere. They just know. That is, or at least that's the consensus. That's if it's above you, then you have to put them on a step. But you try and find a document where that's written down, it's not. And so a few things jumped out at me. It was like, because it, it talked about doctors being in a, in a community. It talked about similar training. And we, we had just partnered with the Nox Foundation and the, actually the Nutrition Network, which is a spinoff from the Nox Foundation, that... Had, was providing online training courses for physicians and now eventually they, they're bringing one out for dietitians. They've done one for nurses and they've even done one for health coaches and keto coaches and stuff like that. And so we already had this, this training in place. We were already trying to build a community and she was very, very keen to try to develop a set of clinical guidelines for carbohydrate restriction and so i started working with her on that and started out with the with the actual feedback session and this and the information that we got from there we actually had a meeting after that session that night with probably two-thirds of the panel because i put a panel of advisors together that we're going to actually try to or not try to but like mastermind yeah, so she actually wrote the stuff and then she just bounced it off this panel continuously and, and continuously worked all the feedback that she got from them into this document until it was at a point where everybody kind of agreed, okay, this is, this is acceptable to, to, to be published now. And in May, at our conference in Seattle in May, we actually announced and physically published the very first clinical guidelines for the prescription of carbohydrate reduction as a therapeutic intervention for doctors and health practitioners to actually use in practice, which is just mind-boggling. The, 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 the enormity of, what, of, of that project is just beyond words. And, and during that time that she did all of this, she actually was finishing up and defending her PhD, so, and she, which was she was successful at so she is now dr adele height um and yeah i mean i words fail me again to to try to describe how much how huge a job she did and how awesome she, she is <laughs> and you know because it, it it documents not only what we know but in places where there is a, a discrepancy it's documented saying there's, you know, there's two differing opinions in this particular situation. And now it's highlighted for, for a doctor coming along there. They got to look at the, at the evidence from on both sides and decide which one they, they agree with or prefer to go. You know, in a lot of the places she's saying, we don't know this because the data just isn't there. And this is maybe somewhere where somebody can come and do a, a cool clinical trial or something to, to give us more information on that, but it's, it's documented. And I already know of many, many, many doctors who are already using this in their practice and starting to share this with, with their colleagues and stuff, even if they are not open to the, to the conversation yet. And the next step in our standard, what I'm calling our standard of care initiative is to now develop the conversations around that, that document because that document is not a standard of care it's just a document but we have to develop conversations around that and trying to create these private facebook groups with all these doctors that are um, coming in and and adding their supports so at the end of the document they connect there's a 
place where they can click on and they can go and fill in their details and pledge their support for that document and what it says. And their name gets added to the list, uh, ever-growing list at the end of the document. Um, but we also then have a database that we're collecting of, of doctors that actually advocate this. And so down the road, when there, if there is ever a, a trial or a, a, a legal situation, we've got a greater and greater number of, of people that we can point to to say, this is a consensus amongst the people that are doing this. We're not saying that the standard of care, the current standard of care is wrong. What we're saying is it doesn't apply to, car to people that don't eat carbs. Our metabolism is completely different. And so there needs to be a different standard. And this is the standard. This is agreed upon by everybody that, that is doing this, that this is the standard for people that are, that are restricting carbohydrates. And that's what's cool about it is it's, it's, I'm, I'm kind of divorcing myself from the, the Twitter wars and all of that kind of stuff, you know, and there's so much misinformation out there that we need people to keep fighting against all that misinformation. But I want to stay out of those arguments because I don't feel like they're ever winnable. Um, we're, not, we're not arguing with anybody here. We're just saying if you're interested, if you see, if you want to learn about the possibility of this or you already see the value of carbohydrate reduction, then come and be a part of this. Come and learn. Come and contribute. At the end of that document, there's a, there's a place where people can go and put in their comments and put in their suggestions that we, you know, Adele and I both consider every single one of them in terms of looking at putting that into or incorporating that into the, the next thing. This is a growing organic document as we don't say we know everything. Um, and as we learn more, we will update the document. And, and that's why we, we want people to come back and still be a part of this so that everybody can, can keep learning more. You, you can't say, okay, I know, what, I know everything now and like, I'm gonna go off and practice and never. That's been the problem up till now is the doctors, have, most doctors are still not prepared to look at this overwhelming amount of evidence and acknowledge that it at least should be an option <laughs> to offer to their patients. And people like Gary Fetke and, and a lot of others are, are, are adamant that down the road and not that far down the road, there's going to be a class action lawsuit here where a practitioner that has been exposed to this evidence and has refused to acknowledge it is actually guilty of malpractice if they haven't at least offered, offered it as an option to their patients. And that they're at some point those practitioners are going to be at risk of ending up in court in a class action lawsuit and uh, if i can do anything to help with that i will believe me because it's i agree with that strongly so yeah that's to me we've done 11 conferences and we've had tons of people come through and i know thousands of people's lives that we've helped to change through doing that but I believe that these clinical guidelines and this document and and the ongoing work that we're going to keep doing with it um, exceeds anything we've done with the conferences a thousandfold and yeah, I'm, I'm pretty proud of it you should be it's it's, such, it's so powerful this movement and and this it's a new day and age in the health space and where can people learn more about this uh, this document so if they go to our website, lowcarbusa.org, then one of the main menu items is says clinical guidelines. And if they click on that, there's, there's two options there. One is the guideline document, the page with the document on itself. And then there's the other one where they can go and pledge their support. So at the end of the document, there's this statement of support that uh, Adele kind of drafted. And if you agree with that, then go and put your information in there and I'll get an email that says, hey, this new person's come in and I go and keep adding those names to the list and the document. And about once a month, I've published an, a new version of the document with an with a, um, updated list of names. 
but yeah, if you click on the main page, it'll go there. It'll explain the origins of it. It'll t tell you about all the amazing people from Tim Noakes and Gary Fetke and Georgia Ede. And, and it just goes on and on the list of the, the panel that we put together for this that are, that are helping us to do this. And then the document itself. And another exciting thing that's really come out of this is that a guy from Brazil came, approached me and he's got a lot to do on the Portuguese side with, with the Medscape, I don't know what, what you call it. It's a, I suppose it's a publication, but so he's translated it into the, the guidelines into Portuguese and uh, he's already had it published on Medscape in Portuguese. And so it's awesome. We have the English one. So the other languages on Medscape are German, Spanish, uh, and French. And so the Spanish one, I, I, I'm hoping, is going to be ready by the end of next week. French one is is dragging a little, but hopefully in the next few weeks we'll have that one ready. I mentioned Indonesia. The guy that helped brought us over there is getting some doctors there to help him translate it into the Indonesian language. Someone's doing a Dutch translation for us now. So it's it's just freaking awesome. Yeah, it's taken off. So if you're listening to this and we didn't mention your country, your language, send uh, reach out to Doug and uh, you can possibly be a part of this. If you qualified and you, you know, we got no money. So all these people, including Adele, have done all of this for nothing. And it's just, it's just astounding how much people are prepared to contribute to this. Yeah, very, very cool. So you mentioned that Indonesia was one of your favorite conferences as well. Uh, what was the reason for that? So this guy is like me. He's an engineer. And I think it's cerebral palsy, but his, his son got diagnosed at a very young age. And he was told, like, he's never going to walk or talk again. And he decided... And he started investigating this and it came across eventually the fact that fasting and the ketogenic diet may help significantly with this. And so he got his wife on board and they started doing the ketogenic diet. And, you know, it's like me with my, with my TBI. It's, it's, not, it's not cleared up completely, but it's way better than it was. And so he thought this is incredible. And so he started going around in Indonesia, putting on these little conferences for doctors to teach doctors about the ketogenic diet. And we said to him, like, how do you do this? And I, yeah, in this country, doctors won't listen to me. I'm an engineer. That's why I have to put these conferences on because the doctor's not interested in listening to me about the ketogenic diet. But, you know, other doctors, they'll listen. And he said, no, he said, I just go and talk to them about biochemistry. He said, it's, it's, it's so obvious when you look at the biochemistry and, and they, they can't argue with him. And so he goes to them like, you know, a bit like Ivor Cummings, you know, the engineers, Dave Feltman, when they look at it as, as an engineering problem and they, they take the biology and the biochemistry and look at it from an engineering point of view, suddenly all this stuff makes sense. And so he goes and he talks to doctors sometimes one-on-one -on -one, and he's like got this crusade on and I don't know, he's got probably now 500 doctors or something that he's now converted in Indonesia Wow! that are all in his network. He started this, this thing called ketofastosis a, a, to help just people in the street, you know, start doing this lifestyle. And he's got, ah, it was like 250, 300,000 people in his Facebook group in two years so, since, since he started it. And just out of the blue, he wrote to me and said, like, hey, I see you doing these big conferences in the US. I want to put on something like that here. You know, he goes to doctor's rooms and speaks to, like, the doctors in the practice and stuff like that. But he never put on a big conference. And so he wanted to, to make it legitimate. He wanted, like, a few headliner-type speakers. And so we worked on putting something together. He, he did most of the, the work, which was awesome for me, because I didn't have to do it. I helped him kind of 
word the the promotion for it especially when we were trying to reach the, uh, the more english-speaking communities and and then i brought three speakers with me i took georgia ead and gary um fatke and eric westman and we went over there and it is the people that that's what made it so special so first of all we we realized how seriously that nation required this information but the thankfulness of the people and the appreciation of the people there that of for us for coming over there making the effort to come and be a part of teaching them about this was just beyond words again and there's one of my pictures that I, I don't know where I can't even find it anymore, which I'm really upset about. But like my favorite picture of the whole thing was the very last session on the last day. They did like a like a radio interview almost. So they had the three speakers sitting up there um, with the guy that, that had been the, the MC of the whole event and this guy Tio up on the stage. And, and this guy asked him, asked them all individually questions. And, you know, just about themselves, how they got into it, their own personal stories, that kind of stuff. And eventually, and I think it'd been, it, it must have been kind of a setup, but Georgia Ede then said, oh, Tio, but like, by the way, you haven't told us your story. And, and so he basically then told the story about his son, you know, and in the process of doing it, there's a before and after picture of him. And he's, he lost like, I have, I guess 50, 60 pounds, basically just doing, because they were trying to feed this diet to this, to their son, they were eating it themselves. And suddenly his health improved like mine, you know, it was like, whoa, what happened? It wasn't just the weight. It was, it was everything. And, and then at that moment, they opened the doors and this little son of theirs walked through the doors and they brought him up onto the stage. Wow. Um, I even get emotional now still. <laughs> um, and, and Gary Fecky was, was the one that he was in tears. Everybody was in tears. And there's this picture of him hugging Tio and, and telling him what an inspiration he was for his country and for people around the world. And it kind of captured how all of us felt by the end of that weekend. It was, it was just incredible. I mean, even um, Eric Westman spoke in Seattle a couple of months later, and right at the end of his talk, he, he told a little bit about this experience of going, of going to Indonesia. And he was in tears on the stage as well, trying, trying to tell the story. It, it just had such an impact on all of us that um, it's hard to describe. So special. Wow. Thank you for sharing that, Doug. I have uh, two more questions for you. What are you uh, grateful for today? I'm grateful for meeting Pam, and I'm grateful for finding out about this ketogenic diet, even if it was at the age of 51. I wish it had been many, many years earlier, but I'll take what I can get. Yeah, absolutely. And you've done so much in just four years with... Uh, the conferences. Next question, the final question I have for you before we uh, get into some more details on the upcoming conference, which we'll get to. What is your definition of perfect health? Well, certainly weight is not is not one of them. My feeling is weight comes along for the ride. And, and at the end of the day, I started doing this because of weight. And I only learned about all the other metabolic benefits as I went along. Perfect health is, is all your biomarkers being where they need to be. And that doesn't include LDL because if, if you're not eating carbohydrates, and as far as I'm concerned, LDL is, is, is not an issue. And Dave Feltman shows that over and over again. But, you know, I, being metabolically healthy, and there's, there's a lot of things to that. So you cardio, you know, calcium scores, no calcium buildup in your, in your heart, A1C below five, just being metabolically healthy 
And I believe if you if you're eating correctly, that those markers are in good standing. That over time, your weight will normalize to to an ideal weight. And I think people focus way too much on on weight. Robert Cybus, who's one of my favorite people and one of my favorite speakers of all time, said to me in Florida once, actually, actually at one of those, we were waiting to go into dinner and he said, Doug, he said, you know, no one, and he's a bariatric surgeon. And he said to me, no one ever died from being fat. He said, they die from the underlying metabolic issues that made them fat. Um, and I, I feel people, you know, it's, it's the society and everything that everybody focuses so much on weight. And if you get yourself metabolically healthy, you will, the, the weight will come. You just got to be patient and don't get anal about it. Yeah, right on, Doug. Health first, weight loss is a side effect of, of true health. Uh, great definition, Doug. Thank you. So you have an upcoming conference in January, January 17th through the 19th in Boca Raton, Florida, which is my neck of the woods, South Florida. And I'm actually going to be speaking there. I'm, I'm grateful and honored to have the opportunity to speak there. And let us share a little bit more about this upcoming conference, who else is speaking, and then we'll share how they could, uh, they could get the tickets for it. Yeah, so I'm really looking forward to, to to meeting you for real and hearing you speak there. I think that's going to be really interesting to to get your perspective on it because it's more of a, a, a practical person's thing and not, you know, most of our other speakers normally are scientists and, and um, mainly doctors and stuff that are doing this. So it's good to bring a layperson's perspective to it as well. I think I think that's going to be awesome. I should have pulled it up before we started this so that I could read them off. But the ones that, that come to mind, again, Eric Westman will be there again. Dr. Ben, I don't know if, if uh, anybody's, he's becoming a phenomenon in the high intensity exercise field where he's actually showing that if you do a very small amount of high intensity exercise a couple of times a week, that you can activate the same metabolic pathways that the ketogenic diet does it's becoming a phenomenon so we i'm really happy to be partnered with him and, and we actually putting together training now to actually train um physical trainers and sports nutritionists to look at the ketogenic diet in conjunction with this exercise protocol cool so he'll be there that's that's going to be incredible then brian lenskes and and uh tro Collagen, who are the two to the two guys that do the low carb MD podcast, um, which is becoming more and more popular. We've got Adele Height is actually going to be speaking. So that's going to be incredible talking about the, the history of the, the guidelines and how important the standard of care is and all of that. So that's going to be an incredible talk. Christian Assad is a um, cardiologist, I think off the top of my head, but, but an incredible speaker and, and one of the more, most popular podcast interviews that uh, Tro and, and Brian had done on the Blokov MD podcast. Uh, we got George Stella going to come back and do a, a cooking demo. Um, uh, for those if, who don't know who he is, they need to look him up. That's pretty amazing. Who else have we got? Uh, you, Francisco Spritzler, is a is a, a is one of the one of the few converted you know, registered dietitians who's, who's gone on to realize that this, uh, what she was taught was garbage. You have the diet doctor, Brett Scher, coming as well. That's correct. The cardiologist yeah. guy, yes. Um, yeah. So he's also a good friend of ours locally here in San Diego. And also, you know, gone on in a very short time to do some amazing things. I don't know if you've got the list up there. but I Yeah, yeah. So you have uh, Ignacio. Yes, I'm super excited that he's coming back. His dad's a cardiologist and he's a psychiatrist in Argentina. And they came to, I think, their very first San Diego event. And they've been back to another few since then. They came to one of the Florida ones. And then eventually I, I asked Ignacio to come and speak. And he spoke last year. It was the very first presentation or anything he'd ever done in English. He did an awesome job. And we, we're trying to focus on the Latino um, community as well, trying to get more of those doctors and that involved. We got about 
20 or so from around Central America last year, El Salvador, Ecuador, Argentina, Mexico, like all over. And we're trying to get to build on that. And so, you know, Christian aside and uh, Ignacio and, um, and made me, it, it reminded me, Antonio Martinez, mm-hmm. um, he's, he's going to be speaking there as well. Um, who else have I missed? Uh, I think you got most of them that I see on here, which, I mean, those speakers are incredible. I'm personally excited to speak, of course, but to watch all these speakers present and learn from them. I'm going to have my notepad ready, and I'm going to be a sponge absorbing this information, and I'm going to apply it to myself and to my clients. And uh, so I'm excited for it. And this is going to be a conference. You definitely want to be there in person. It's uh, Boca Raton, Florida. In January is probably the best time to come to Boca or South Florida in general because the weather is incredible. Boca is a beautiful place. It's at the Marriott, uh, which is a great venue. And you could go to lowcarbusa.org right now today and, and purchase your ticket. And if you use Keto Camp at checkout, you're going to get $100 off your ticket price. And I believe there's also a room block right now for discounts on a room there. Is that correct, Doug? Prices are up. Probably less than half the the going rate at that time, so it yeah it's definitely worth booking your room now for sure to make sure that because once the block is once we reach that that threshold the block they will always give us an addendum to that and but the the block rate is normally still cheaper than than the regular rate but it it will be more than it is now so they never kind of extend the block for the same price they always put it put the price up so it's worth booking as soon as possible if you're gonna go um get your room so that you don't uh, you don't have to pay a higher price later yeah and, and action takers rule the world i mean i'm wearing a shirt right now that says that action takers rule the world so if you're thinking about it and it sounds like it's something that resonates with you you want to be at this conference and you want to learn from amazing speakers and, and connect with people then don't just think about it. Take action. Because if when you take action, like Doug shared, he took action. Uh, he saw the email. He saw the ketones. He did research. And he took all these actionable steps. And in four years, he's created something magnificent. Now, if Doug would have just been like, yeah, I want to do this. And I'm just thinking about it. And I have the best intentions. None of this would happen. So please take action. Take action today. And I'm going to sweeten the deal a little bit. If you're listening to this podcast and you go and you claim your ticket and you use Keto Camp at checkout and get $100 off and I see you at the conference, I'm going to have a stack of my one of my books. I have a, a best-selling book called The Intermittent Fasting Cheat Sheet and I'll give you a paperback copy. I will sign it and I will write you a personalized note in that book. So take action. I'm going to be there. Doug's going to be there. All these speakers are going to be there and we want to meet you. And uh, I want to say to you, Doug, thank you for your time today on this podcast. I I love your story. I love your heart, your mission. And I'm excited to see the next year, the next five years, the next 10 years, and how this is really going to put a dent in disease and just the epidemic we see out there. I really see the tide becoming the turn here and uh, you're a big part of that. So thank you, Doug. And thank you for allowing me to speak at your conference. I'm super grateful for that. And I'm excited for the, the future for you. Yeah. Thank you for having me. And uh, thank you for agreeing to speak. I'm looking forward to meeting you in January. I hope you got a lot from that conversation. Doug's story is very inspirational. Please share it with a family member, share it with a friend, share it with somebody who needs to hear this message of low carb, high fat, for healing the body. I would love to meet you in person at the Low Carb USA conference in Boca Raton, Florida, 2020. Head over to lowcarbusa.org. Check it out. Look at the speakers. Look at the lineup. And if you decide to purchase your ticket, use Keto Camp at checkout to get $100 off your ticket price. I'm going to sweeten the deal even further. If you buy that ticket because you heard this podcast episode, I'm going to give you a paperback copy of one of my books. I'll sign it. I'll give you a custom message. All you need to do is buy your ticket and then let me know when you see me that you purchased this because of this podcast episode and I'll have a book ready for you. Last thing I want to leave you with is this. I have an online program called the Keto Camp Academy where we have sections all about keto, fasting, sleep, performance, fitness, mindset. It is a holistic approach to achieving perfect health. If you head over to ketocampacademy.com, you can learn more about the academy. 
for just about a buck a day, you'll get 100 plus videos, you'll get $600 worth of keto meal plans, you also get a monthly coaching call with me, you're a part of this amazing community of keto campers, you'll be a part of an exclusive private Facebook group, and so much more. That's ketocampacademy.com to learn more. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. You'll hear me on the next one. This podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Benazadi, disclaim responsibility from any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not accept responsibility of statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or non-direct interest in products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.